TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Longtime radio broadcaster, television star over there, and of course uh, worked with me at the old uh, Extra Sports 690 back in the early 90s. A great uh, opportunity to welcome Brad Sesmat to the program today. Bradley, how are we doing? Well, I'm doing so good, John, but CD just had to tee it up for me. What superhero are you going to dress up as? Because you know... Avengers Open last night, John. Yeah, I know. And Avengers Open, and they're, they're already killing it at the box office. <laughs> and you have to go to this run. The Sweet Sue invited you. I mean, John, I could sit here and talk about your Iron Man or the tacos and tequila, but Escondido at that great venue. Uh, but I've got to talk about Kyler Murray and, you know, the, the Diamondbacks and Padres fighting it out right now. So. <laughs> yeah, that, that... friend. Yeah, that, well, I want to start with Kyler Murray, and I want to talk about how Steve Keim and Cliff Kingsbury talked uh, the Bidwells into going ahead and uh, taking this kid with the overall number one pick when a year ago they uh, actually traded up to get Josh Rosen. And, I mean, Steve Keim, to me, it seems like he's on kind of thin ice there as a general manager. And, oh, yeah, by the way, he also got suspended for a DUI last year. So he's renting, I would hope. <laughs> uh, so here's the thing, John. If, if I'll just make this real, real straightforward. A year, just over a year ago, the Cardinals decided to hire a guy named Steve Will, never coached a game as a head coach in the National Football League. They made him the head coach. A year ago at this time, they traded, as you pointed out, from 15 to 10 to take Josh Rosen. They signed Sam Bradford to a boatload of money. They signed Mike Glennon to a boatload of money. They hired Mike McCoy to be the offensive coordinator. Now let's get to September. Mike McCoy gets fired. Let's get to the end of the year. Oh, and Sam Bradford just leaves the building. Thanks for playing. They gave him the hook. Never saw him again after halfway through the season. <laughs> Rosen gets crushed out on the field, just gets crushed. They go 3-13. and 13. The Cardinals then decide to fire Steve Wilkes. Fine. They decide to hire a guy in Cliff Kingsbury who had a losing record in college who got fired last year at Texas Tech, who went to USC and stuck around for a few weeks, but they brought him here, and in my view, my opinion, part of him coming here was, I'll come here, but Kyler Murray's got to be my guy, because they already knew they had the number one overall pick. So you and I are sitting here talking this morning, and they have counted $16 million in dead cap money tied up around Mike Glennon, Sam Bradford, Josh Rosen, and... And our heroes on the gridiron here in Arizona drafted a really, really talented player, but they didn't feel any need with that talented player. Josh Rosen, talented player. You could have taken one, traded back, traded back, but I see the argument, the once-a-generational player in Kyler Murray. I hope he can stand upright. I hope he doesn't decide at some point. You know, I think that baseball thing's not half bad rather than get my head kicked in here in Arizona because he could do that. So can I sit here today and say, oh, my gosh, what an amazing pick the Cardinals made? Yeah, I, I suppose I could because he is very talented. The other side of it is 
Are they any better than they were before the draft started? Maybe marginally. Maybe he's a better, uh, better scrambler than Josh Rosen. But all in all, the, the mood over here is kind of, eh, eh, let's just see. Well, Brad, the, the situation with the offensive line, the offensive line was as bad an offensive line as there was in the National Football League last year. They really don't really have a true read, do they, on Josh Rosen, whether or not uh, he can be good, or is their opinion totally changed that this guy's already a bust? Uh, it seemed like the kid didn't get much of an opportunity. No, no, you're right. I, I think go back to ownership over here, and it's not really the Bidwells anymore. It's Michael Bidwell who is running the show over here, and and Michael likes to be in the spotlight, as most owners do. Some owners some owners like to hide in the back, and they just go out and win games. They'll show up on TV in the fourth quarter puffing their fists, but over here we like the, the owner over here likes to be seen and likes people to know that he is in charge, large and in charge, and – did Josh Rosen have anybody to throw to outside of a late aging, uh, a aging Larry Fitzgerald last season? No. No, he didn't. Did David Johnson, who was a terrific running back a couple of years ago, turn into pitter-patter, pitter-patter, three yards, let me get out of bounds before I get hurt? Yes, he did. Uh, they they signed two guys in free agency that are over 30 uh, for the right side of their line to try to keep Kyler Murray upright. Look, they'll say today at the introductory press conference all the usual nonsense. We couldn't believe he was there. Really? It's the number one overall pick. <laughs> then they're going to say he is this and he is that. If they don't trade Josh, they're going to have the two compete. Their belief is, my understanding, that eventually, and I, I do agree with this, eventually there will be a quarterback that gets hurt, eventually, and they believe they'll get the price tag. Last night as the draft unfolded, the Giants took a quarterback with a sixth pick. The Redskins took a quarterback's 15th pick. So at least the Dolphins is the one team that doesn't have their quarterback situation in play. I think the other intrigue over here, John, is the Cardinals have the very first pick today in round two. Could you trade that pick, trade back, get rid of Rosen, acquire more assets, more picks, solve some needs, fill some holes, because the holes before the draft started are still there. Um, it's really... It's really interesting. It's, it's like in the NBA draft with Zion Williamson or John Moran. You know, John Moran's a point guard, Zion Williamson a forward. So you go in either direction, but are you filling holes? They didn't fill holes over here last night. Brad, I look at the Cardinals. You know, they had a pretty good run there for a while. I mean, they were very competitive. Uh, they got to the one uh, Super Bowl with uh, Ken Wisenhunt. Arians had a pretty good run towards the end. But really, the last couple of years, things have really unraveled for them. Yeah, it's 13, 18, and 1. Uh, they've gone through four coaches, and it's an organization that has always fought in this competitive landscape over here, John. I mean, it is what it is here in Phoenix. Tonight, you've got the Diamondbacks, the half game out of first, taking on the Cubs. The Suns are going to have the number one overall pick in the draft, maybe again over here. You have an NHL team. You have two NASCAR races. You have a senior PGA, an LPGA, a PGA event. This is the busiest sports market in America that nobody knows about because, you know, it's Phoenix. We just sit out here and bake. That's what we do. And so on the college end, we've got three major universities. So the sports dollar over here, you're trying to compete against concerts, arena football, uh, soccer's over here now, a, a second division USL team. So you look at the landscape over here, and there's so much for fans to go into that organizations at times 
I think, just play to what's trending on social media and how many views and clicks are we getting rather than why don't you just build a franchise? Why don't you guys not fall in love with if people are buzzing about you and build something sustainable and long-term? Yeah, the Cardinals haven't done much since that Super Bowl run. It was a terrific run. It was a great time over here. But since then, it's been hit and miss. You know, they had the, the run with Carson Palmer. That came to an end at quarterback. Arians and the Bidwells, I think, and Michael, I think, kind of wore each other's uh, minds out. Bruce said, I'm going to go do TV for a year. Now he's at Tampa Bay. Um, yeah, it's it's frustrating to me, having been here for a while, to see how up and down the organization has been and how they've reacted. I thought last night was a mistake taking Kyler Murray and not trading back and getting three, four players and building this thing up for a sustained run. Because, John, he could wake up one day and say, I'm going to go play baseball again. Yeah, he very well could. I, I don't think he will, though, because he may be riding the buses down in the minor leagues for a while. We'll we'll have to wait and see how this all uh, pans out uh, as a quarterback in the NFL and see if he's ready to come in and, and play right away. And again, you know, Kingsbury, a first-year NFL coach, uh, be interesting to see what he comes up with with this young quarterback. But he's got his guy, and so now Cliff Kingsbury is definitely on the clock. Brad, I'll let you get out of here on this one. Uh, Josh Rosen, the organization, I thought over the last few months really threw this kid under the bus and I'll be honest I've never been the biggest Josh Rosen fan in the world even you know he came out of UCLA Southern California uh he was banged up a lot um you know I thought maybe he was a little bit overrated coming out but he would have probably been the best quarterback in last night's draft if he were in this year's draft uh my question what are they saying in Arizona uh in the media or what they're hearing right now as far as uh you know what teams are, are maybe interested in Josh Rosen well, I alluded to it earlier uh, last night. The Giants went off the board, and the Redskins went off the board. The Dolphins, John, are the, that's the team that's sitting there right now. There's there's about a half dozen teams that are looking at quarterbacks. Quarterbacks did not go on the run that they usually do in the draft last night. There were just three taken in the first round. And so with that pick, the first pick tonight, uh, that's a pretty big chip. Because my understanding this morning, there are four, five teams that have already talked to the Cardinals overnight about that first pick in the second round today. So do you take the best offer and get Josh Rosen immediately out of here? I've talked to a couple of front office guys that believe the best plan of attack is keep Josh Rosen here. I don't know what that does inside the quarterback room. I I think Josh Rosen, to me, has handled himself in a very professional manner. Um, He didn't play well at times last season, but if you really looked at what he had to work with and what the cards that were dealt to him were, Remember, his offensive coordinator was blown out in in, uh, in September. They brought Byron Leftwich in and just kind of limped through the season. He didn't have much John to work with, and he stuck in there. I thought he handled himself very professionally after every game. He gets his head kicked in, and they get drilled, and they're 3-13, and 13, and he didn't go hide in trainers' rooms or I'm not talking to you guys or any of that. He handled his media responsibilities well and heard some very good things about him in the community. So I, I don't have anything negative to say about him. I think it's just – the Cardinals have put themselves into a corner. Do they really have leverage today in trading Josh Rosen? And the answer is no. If they trade Josh Rosen, John, for a three, then I'm going to look at it and say, okay, you went from 15 to 10 last year, and a year later you're getting a third-round pick for him, and that's it? That's not good. And Steve Kime is as good of GM as he has been with picks in the past. The last two years, he's not been good. There's no other way to put it. 
let's not sugarcoat it. That's this is the fact. Um, so fascinating time over here. Bradley, as always, thanks so much for the time. Sounds great, John. You sound good. Listen to you online, and it's great to hear you back on the air and doing such a great job in the community and being the ambassador that you are. Just make sure you dress up as Iron Man for Sue's run. Sounds good. I just got to make sure I get a double X uh, suit, and I'll be okay. Hey, Bradley, have a great weekend. See you, John. There you go. Brad Sesmat uh, joining us from uh, Arizona, giving us uh, his thoughts on the uh, Arizona Cardinal situation. And again, uh, Brad, nice enough to join us on the SDCCU fan hotline. And by the way, you can nominate SDCCU, the best credit union in the Union Tribune Readers Poll, daily at sdccu.com slash nominate. San Diego County Credit Union. It's not big bank uh, banking. It's uh, better. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.